0: At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Right, so I see uh, I see our guests in the green room smiling at that little quip. Rational thoughts abound on their show. Welcome to the Author of Brand Show. This is your host, Doug Crow. And boy, um, of all of our guests, I love them all, of course, are my friends, clients, and, and good, good people who have important messages. The one today is going to affect and can affect and can impact every single person watching, listening today, as well as your kids and your grandkids. I know it's a lot to say, but um, when you get into this topic, you'll understand where I'm coming from. Um, our guest today graduated from the Citadel and served two tours in the 82nd Airborne Division USA here in his master's and doctorate in health administration from the Medical University of South Carolina. I said Carolina. And uh, he's got 30 plus years experience in digital health innovation, entrepreneurship, and business development. He's the author of the best-selling book, How to Create Yourself. And he's the co-founder and CEO of Thrivacy. It is a digital wall protecting your personal information. He's also a biohacker focused on combining uh, farm to table, all natural organic foods, with nitrogen, g- nutrigenomics. I can say nutrigenomics, gen- You'll help me with that one, Gordon. I think I said it right. Nutrigenomics. Yeah. And regular exercise to maximize cellular metabolism and nutrient absorption. Uh, we don't just want to lengthen our lifespans; we want to increase the quality of our lifespan. I call them um um not lifespans but health spans. I love that. We use that in another book, by the way. we didn't to talk about that. Um, He's a a, a 4A state soccer player, triathlete, tennis enthusiast, U.S. Men's Masters Beach Ultimate team-winning silver in 2004 and gold in 2007 at the Beach Ultimate World Championship. So he's, like, smart and buff. Wow. I hate this guy. Um, With his wife, Jennifer, he's adopted five special needs children and founded AparoAcademy.org, a preschool for medically fragile children through an innovative, integrated, inclusive model preparing children for K beyond. So, no, I can't hate you. Smart and an athlete, and he's adopted five kids. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Welcome to the show, angel extraordinaire, Gordon Jones. Dr. Gordon Jones, how are you today? I'm doing fine. I am no angel. So, you don't see any halo up here. (laughs) Uh, I've seen the halo when I first met you. He told me what what you do and and the fact that you've uh, not just adopted one, but five kids, special needs, man. That is – no, sorry. You're going to have to just accept – accept the accolade here man you're you're an angel uh, and he's looking wife. for angel investors by the way we'll talk about that too in a minute uh, yeah well we do need we do need <laughs> angels
1: in the world though that's for sure well <laughs> and i have been an angel investor but i can't i can't take the the godly angel yet uh, my well. wife my wife yeah. she, she's the angel because not only she she had to and she actually is the executive director of the preschool for uh, the kids yeah. and we pretty much co-parent very evenly our kids, but then yeah. on top of all that, she has to put it with me. <laughs> so well. she's the angel just, <laughs> what i tell people when i when i
0: give people a comp like that as, as being as gentlemanly as i can and say man you are a good salesman then because you're able to uh, uh
1: you don't know how hard it was to close her to get to mary maybe. oh yeah okay
0: <laughs> it was the, it was a hard close <laughs> we're gonna have her on next show then i want to talk to her yeah <laughs> um i know you created a book recently and we were able to fortunately help you with that make it a yeah. bestseller put you some media um but your main business is what I want to talk about today. We can give people whatever information they need, but tell us about what, I see your shirt, the privacy, what it is and why it's important.
1: Yeah, so you know, hopefully in our discussion today, we'll be able to relay uh, three important things about ourselves. Uh, first is we're giving away more information than we need to, to interact in the world. And that's both physical and digital online. The next is, we don't realize how much information we're giving when we, uh, work, when we go online and interact with the Googles and the Facebooks and the Twitters of the world, or even just your regular old website, we're going to buy something. It's, it's crazy. Um, and then after all that is, okay, how do we really protect ourselves um, from all of that? And we're developing a way to do that. Through creating what uh, we call a, a independent, decentralized digital wallet system um, that leverages blockchain to enable people to protect their identities and their data privacy.
0: Devil's advocate for a minute. Talk about all those convenient things we've done, like uh, one click ordering and and uh, keeping my information to Amazon so I don't have to go and enter it all time. It's it's just there, or. Uh, now when people want me to log on to the website oh just log into google and use your google information to log in yes and people think oh it's just my email uh no it's your email plus what all
1: histories for all time well and and even further that. so if you use your facebook Mm -hmm. account to log into ebay for example Right. right not only are you giving facebook the right to see everything you do on eBay or any other website that you do it on. But now you're giving eBay access rights to your Facebook account. And then what's the problem with that is it's not only that eBay now can see all of your stuff on Facebook, but if you're like me, I've got 4,500 friends and family on Facebook. Of course, they're all very close. Um, but now eBay can see all of my connections of my friends and family and their pages through my giving them access by logging into eBay using my Facebook account. So now I'm not exactly. only putting my personal information at risk. Now I'm putting all of my friends and family's information at risk. And that, that's course. the thing that people don't realize.
0: Yeah, but this helps me shop better because now facebook and ebay know me way better than i know myself they're going to suggest what i actually need right that's right they,
1: they are manipulating manipulating you the heck out of you <laughs> manipulating the heck out of you
0: yeah it's like genomics what are the words <laughs> like genomics, that's right pharma <laughs>
1: genomics yeah I right nutrigenomics yeah um yeah there's
0: there's a, um a, a double-edged sword here and obviously I, i'm with you on the on the, the one edge is much sharper than the other um But, yeah, it was convenient to to log in with these things, and that's fine. And sharing some information might help me. Hey, I'm not going to be – they're not going to put ads in front of me on things that I don't want, only things that I want. That might save me time from surfing a billion websites. Um, But let's talk about how it can and is being abused for a minute, and then we'll get into your solution here.
1: Yeah, so really, I mean – now they're able to, they know everything you're doing. They know where you're going every day. You know, when you get that little message that says, hey, you're only 11 minutes and six seconds from your house. Yeah. And and that just kind of pops up just because, right? It's like, so, so they are able to actually get us to buy stuff. We don't, we might want it, because they know that about us that we want it, we might want it, or we heard about it and we're envious of our friends who have it, but they're going to get us to buy it. And, and that's what the problem is. Um, and this is what they world calls attraction economy to where they're attracting you to purchase things. What we're doing through Thrivacy is really adding to what we call the intention economy to where now we're in control of our personal information. We only give it away when we intend to do it. Um, and and that just is going to lead to turning everything upside down to where we're now back in the control of our purchasing behaviors, our activity, um, the things that we need to get not just because we have some thing going on in the back of our head saying we might want that thing um so this is what we're doing and we're we're a part of a community we call the self-sovereign identity community we're uh for a lot of people they really don't know how blockchain works but the key word to blockchain is decentralization and basically what that means is your information is not in one centralized system that a hacker is going to want to go after. What we're doing is we're decentralizing it to where your personal information is in your digital wallet on your mobile device. So you're in absolute control of that information and none of it's on a privacy server somewhere in the cloud. Um, then from there, uh, we're doing another thing that we call verifiable credentials. So any of the important aspects of your life to where you're actually given a credential, like my degree from the university of South Carolina or medical university of South Carolina, the Citadel, um, or even my U uh, S <laughs> uh, master's world championship in beach ultimate, which is obscure. Um, but those are credentials that I can get verified. So somebody can, reach out to Bula b-u-l-a which is the beach lovers ultimate uh sorry the beach ultimate lovers association to find out whether i actually played in the tournament and was on the team that won the silver and the gold so those are credentials that you can hold in your wallet and then you can give them to whoever wants them without having some third party company verifying that fact um, and this is where we lead into employment background checks. So we can actually take all of these credentials that an employer is going to hire a third party company to verify before they onboard you as an employee, give you the power, you go ahead and do all of that verification, the third part, what a third party company would do through thrivacy. And then this is in a format that we call as an immutable. And then now when you send that to the employer, the employer can trust that the information is accurate and true because it has been verified, but now it's in an immutable format to where they can trust that it's coming from you. So now you control that information. And then, uh, so that's a lot of what we're
0: doing. <laughs> so. It being uh, pushing from the employer to the employee and the employer it because of the way you've You've arranged it there. That's for I guess. Yeah. Could they could they also leave things out like that? They don't want to. I don't want to reveal certain parts of my thing for the employer.
1: Well, the employer is going to ask. So they have rules around onboarding you as an employer. Right. So they're going to say they want your education.
0: Yeah.
1: And they want your work history.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they want to know your criminal status, criminal yeah. background record. They want if you're gonna if you got a job that requires drivers. So they're going to know you want to know your driver's status, your in your driver's insurance mm-hmm. record, all mm-hmm. that, all that. So it really depends on. So this is how it works. So uh, in a really low level, so I go down or not me because I'm old. But if somebody who's in their 20s, mm-hmm. looks mm-hmm. like they might be under 21, ah. and they go to the restaurant, And the restaurant wants to verify that you're over 21 in order to authorize you to be able to purchase an alcoholic beverage at that restaurant, okay? So it's the same thing with anything that we do. If if the employer, their requirements are they need this data verified in order to authorize you to become an employee. Um, and and so these are the three entities that we have in the self-sovereign identity world. It's the holder who's who's me. Um, it's my information. I'm holding it in my privacy wallet. Uh, the issuer, so the universities or the DMV or BULA or whoever it is that issues a credential. And then you got the verifier or receiver. So that would be the restaurant or... The, the, the gate to get into the stadium using your tickets. They're verifying that you have tickets to get in, and then they authorize you to go watch the football game live. Um, so those are the three entities that we brought together in this framework that we call self-sovereign identity. A couple of things come to mind. Number one, um, we're going to, I mean, from a startup
0: perspective, you're going to have a lot, it seems like you got a big hill to climb because you got the user, the independent and the like employer or the other you know the, the verifier or the uh receiver all have to be on board with this and know about it to get any kind of uh
1: you know usage in, in a grand yeah.
0: scale so, so the good start, thing start is
1: we're, how do you how do you start how do you start this so first of all we're not the only ones doing this in the world uh-huh. <laughs> so uh the linux foundation um which uh controls the linux operating system they don't control it they just they, they monitor the usage of Linux Foundation. But anyway, they're humongous. They're a worldwide organization. And within them, they actually have many, many different projects going. One is, is this idea of self-sovereign identity. So there's a whole community within even the Linux Foundation that's helping to design it, the, design the governance and the schema for this, creating it as open standards for so it's very easy for people to adopt it. And then we're collaborating with the World Wide Web Consortium. They oversee what happens on the World Wide Web uh, and other groups around the world. But there are about 38 different governments that have already adopted this framework and are building to enable, for example, their passports and their driver's license to be held in a self sovereign identity wallet. Um, So a Thrivacy member, if they're in, as a matter of fact, today, if they live in South Korea... They would be able to hold their South Korean passport and their driver's license in their Thrivacy wallet because they've already adopted the open standards that we're using for Thrivacy. Um, The province in Ontario has done it and just governments around the world are adopting it, as well as organizations, including a group of the world's largest employers. About 30 percent of all corporate employees around the world are represented by a group of people in what we call the Velocity Network Foundation. And these employers are adopting these standards to, first of all, reduce the friction of onboarding a new employee, reduce their costs, because now they don't have to hire a third-party company to verify all this information, and then protect their employees or their prospective employees' information. Um, And this helps them develop a really much closer relationship with their employees because now their employees feel that they're even out to help them protect their personal information. Um, So this is really growing around the world. We're we're pretty well in depth in the the community that's doing this. Um, Now we just happen to be in South Carolina. And south carolina is not necessarily on the forefront of tech we do have some really strong good tech base here (laughs) but um for having this little startup in south carolina who's leveraging blockchain and and doing some really well advanced technology it's 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 hard to come out of south carolina because the people here um don't understand it so they're they're not really standing behind in line to invest in us um but we're working on that (laughs) Yeah, but it also means you don't have competition from Silicon Valley because they, they ignore us anyway, so you're, you know. Yeah, they, well, so, but, you know, and we've done real well. We've, we've raised almost a half a million dollars from friends and family who are nice. in South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then a couple of our friends in Taiwan and Sweden and Italy and Dubai and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we, we, we've, we've gotten started. Uh, we did our soft launch. Of our technology to do some yeah. pilots just on December the first a couple of weeks right. ago, right. and so in in January we're going to re- really finish up our pilots, um, prepare our applications for deployment, um, get the apps in the Apple Store and the and um, the app in the um, the Google Play Store. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> to market strategy here on this thing because we got you know.
0: New technology with a, with, a, with an audience which is, I think, ready for this. But Like I said, there's more than one entity involved. So you're in the ecosystem. You, you, know, you know, there are other people working on it. How do you become the, the forefront? How do you get to the head of the pack on this thing?
1: Yeah, so this is what everybody loves about what we're doing. So we call this local to grow global. Uh, So we're really hyper focused on South Carolina being the leading state in the nation and the the adoption of uh, self-sovereign identity. Uh, And then we're we're headquartered in Columbia because we came out of the University of South Carolina, sort of um, out of my class that I teach blockchain uh, at the University of South Carolina. And So we're really gonna be educating everybody in Columbia, Richland County area about what we're doing. We already have the sheriff on board with us. He's an advisor. We've educated the governor, the lieutenant governor, the Speaker of the House. We have legislators that are learning more about what we're doing. We presented for an hour last week to the Department of Motor Vehicles about our concerns of a centralized mobile ID and how that could affect Um, privacy. So like if you get a mobile driver's license, you're using it, you get pulled over by the officer because you're speeding. Does he have the right to look at everything in your phone now because your driver's license is on your phone? So we say no, right? He doesn't. And so what we've developed is a way that they can do that interaction contactless Yeah. so that he doesn't even have to touch your phone to get the information from your wallet that he needs yeah. to maybe write a warning for you hopefully
0: <laughs> yeah you, you say no but i i was went through the customs you know on a flight a year ago ago and they pulled me aside and they let me see your phone i'm like yeah go, unlock it please they had the authority and i was i was a little bit agitated but i went and looked on the web and you know customs and immigration has a full authority to go through all your digital devices now so it's
1: and what are they going to do if you say no
0: I, I probably de- detained me I'm guessing I don't know. Well, well, they probably got to
1: let you on airplane. Right, I was getting off. I was trying to get back in the no, you were getting off. Oh, so you were yeah. coming back into customs. Yeah. 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 So So you uh you had to show more than your passport? You actually had to show your mobile devices? It was a,
0: it was a uh, they you know they do a spot check, right? So I was you know, I got the spot check. They went through my normally you just walk out. This is af- right. after immigration in in the baggage area. And some guy comes to come here a second. Like, yeah, he goes. Step over here. I'm like, all right. Open up my bag, and he went through my phone.
1: So I, 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 uh, I know some lawyer, I know some good lawyers that would probably fight the heck out of that. <laughs> well, I, I was, you know, I, I didn't have that. that no, knowledge. I know. That. you can't pull one out of your pocket. Here's my lawyer. No,
0: but when I went and looked online later, I went to their site, and what they say, you know, they can print where they want the web that they had the authority to do that.
1: Yeah. Now, the Constitution says no. Well, next time, if I have today
0: day flight, I'll, it happens again, I'll be sure to keep you on speed dial. Yeah, I know. But hey,
1: you want to get out of the airport though,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in
1: this case, we can saw, find some person who doesn't mind getting detained for a little while. Well, Uh I didn't. I didn't. I had nothing on there of any importance. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 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 that's what everybody says. Hey, why do I need to worry about it? I'm a good person. I'm trustworthy. I'm catching
0: myself because I'm a libertarian, so I don't like it on the on the foundational element of like, (laughs) yeah, leave me alone thing. Um, but at, at the moment I had, I was, uh, you know, the power struggle, right? I had, well, I had no power. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, no, 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 you gotta do, you, you're right. And then you go back and just sue him. That's what you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, my friend in Australia, uh, he was traveling once and I got the topic here, but he, um, he had to get in their phone and he's a, he's a tech guy, right? When he came back, it was shut off. He didn't shut it off. And we turned it back on this big red thing flashed and went away. He said, what the heck is that? And he's convinced they put something on his phone.
1: And he's a U.S. citizen? No, he's an Australian. So he's an Australian. So the Australians did that? Yep. So you realize the Australian doesn't have a constitution like the United States, right? Yeah. (laughs) So they very well could do whatever they want to. I don't know.
0: (laughs) They're doing it now down there. I
1: know it's a little rough. Oh, yeah, Um, man. They're locked locked down. They love locking down down there.
0: Yeah. And it's weird because they, they were born from... You know, prisoners. <laughs> you know the,
1: the culture of being the. Uh, that's why it's in their genes, man. <laughs> uh, all of our friends in Australia, we love you, man. We, yeah. We, we, oh yeah, totally. All my yeah. friends
0: there for sure, but your government, I think, is run by the the old guards from four generations ago or something. That's right. That's right. Too bad for you guys. All right, so. um how do people get more information about this and they want to get their wallet set up? Can they do it now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, so we don't have the wallet available yet, but you can sign up for our beta testing.
0: Great. Okay.
1: And you can also pre-purchase your own wallet. We have a pre-sale page.
0: Yeah. So if you go
1: to, uh, Thrivacy.io. Okay. So India October or India Oscar, whichever one you were. So Thrivacy.io and Mm -hmm. on there uh, you'll see a pre-sale page. You can go there and actually purchase your wallet ahead of time should be available at the end of January, beginning of February. Uh, We will have some beta testers testing it before and we'll give that to them directly. So they won't download it from the app store. Um, So that's, and then, uh, and then you can also link over from, privacy.o.io to How to Create Yourself, the book that we just That's published right. That's right. So it's a, a book on how to become an entrepreneur and how to build on your ideas and how to kick yourself in the butt to get things done. Um, but I did put a special chapter at the end of the book specifically to identity and privacy. So you'll mm-hmm. so if nothing else, you, you get the book, go to the last chapter. And read it because that'll probably do more for you than well. I mean, it's a good book. Hey, come on, I, I went through <laughs> it. You get you know some good stuff there. And
0: some some is very it's very it, I would call basic entrepreneur one on one stuff. All right, but yeah. everybody needs to get back to basics. We get so oh, yeah. caught up in the shiny object, the new software, the new tool, but the basic information about how to start and grow and run a company from nothing to something. It's always good to be, to have the basic information as well as obviously the privacy thing, which is, it's a mess. You know, there's so many things I've, I've read and seen about that. I, I, number one, I, uh, I don't know the past six months, I took off all social media from my phone, deleted
1: it. I think I did. Is it still there? Well, if you deactivate, did you D if you delete it off your phone, it's still there. I mean, it's still there. You have to deactivate, but now there are services that'll come in and scrape and pull all that data. off Because if you just deactivate your Facebook, they still have all your stuff. They keep it. Because yeah, no, it's still. It's more delete deleted than it would. To, to,
0: I know. To hold I on. So on my it.
1: desktop version.
0: Yeah. I saw my desktop version, but I deleted the app from my phone.
1: Oh, okay. So, so right. So they're the only thing they're not doing is listening to you while you're on your phone. And they're not tracking your location. So well, other no, I mean, than that, I mean, tracked by Google for sure. Well, yeah. So good, and then go, and then when you log in with your Google credentials and go over to they Facebook, talk. then they're sharing it. So even though Google and Facebook hate each other, they still love each other and share data <laughs> <with me. laughs> because so, of the green. Yeah, have yeah, a lot of money on uh, it. same thing. I call them the GAFTM: G A A F T M. Google, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, and Microsoft, because Microsoft owns LinkedIn. Yeah, because LinkedIn is just a glorified Facebook. Right. Um, so they're doing the same thing. So they all do the same thing. If you're using Gmail. Yeah. Are you using Facebook or you're using anybody's search except for go, go uh, duck, duck, go. You can yep. go use duck, duck, go. You're, if you're using anything for free, then as the documentary on Netflix, social dilemma says, yes, yes. you're the product.
0: You are the user. They're you're making the money off yep.
1: of selling you to advertisers and that's how say they that it. again
0: for everybody so they understand that I want I've watched this movie twice and it's very important yeah
1: so so they did a documentary interviewing the programmers that these mm-hmm. companies hire to create these things who realized what they were doing and left and then told the world through this Netflix documentary what these what they had programmed into what these guys are doing yeah. And then the uh, Wall Street Journal had a huge piece, several several part piece, on Facebook and yeah. the Facebook whistleblower, talking yeah. about how they know what they're doing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they have reports on what they're doing, right. and they're still not necessarily changing their behavior. Yeah, it's uh, not just tracking.
0: Have. It's not just tracking. They're in, they're incentivizing us to hate and to divide. And yeah. to be angry because because fear sells better. I mean, than right, right. Well, it's right, just right,
1: like right. the evening news. Who goes to the evening news to watch some award winner? No, they go to see what car crash or what dude got shot, or if they don't even like going to see good weather, they want to go see bad weather, like the hurricanes right. in Kentucky, well, and I mean the tornadoes in Kentucky. And
0: I've been badly this my entire life. I haven't watched the news as a habit in 30 years, right? I mean, I've tuned in for 9-11 the beginning of the pandemic okay i watch her for you know a little bit of time but as a habit i don't watch it someone tells you there's a hurricane or oh there's a big tornado in kentucky a while ago i'm like oh i didn't hear about that boy well, yeah, uh, uh, we're the same way we're the same way. yeah um but, so my, but my point is yeah. i've been trying in many ways in 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 media in books and uh podcasts and i got some video things coming out with uh some i want to focus on this good news positive thing but we all know the Olympic brain is hardwired to focus on the car wreck that we're trying to slow down by right so we, we can focus avoid on it. that fear so we don't get in trouble That's right so it's hard to battle you know a million years of evolution it's just okay it's hard it's impossible I, well
1: I don't and that's why doing. you just have to like so and I talk about it in my book right so I mean my wife and I we don't we have a couple of streaming like right there's a there's a group called pure Flicks. It's kind of like oh, Netflix, but it's it's pure flicks, so it's a little bit tough, yeah. uh less intense movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we still have kids in our house, so uh yes. Um, and uh, so we'll watch that, but but we don't watch regular TV. As a matter of fact, we went for for Thanksgiving. We went to this island, and they didn't mm-hmm. have they didn't have uh, streaming, They just had regular TV, right? Oh, and we God, had said, we wanted it. We watched the Hallmark station or whatever. And like every 10 and a half minutes, there's a commercial. And we're like watching all these Hallmark commercials, like horrifying. And we're oh, like, what? What's, I mean, what's
0: more horrifying just, is I was, I was during a little binging on some law and order or something a few weeks ago. And I'm not joking. 90% of the ads were for, for drugs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pharmaceutical. 90, like, cream, yeah. I know more yeah. about,
0: uh, I know more about these, these, these maladies, I'll never get. That into anybody. It's like, what? Wow. Yeah. It's just—it's just the it's just strangest thing—to be the you know the biggest drug pushers on our planet are our, our 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 major pharmaceutical companies. You know, it's just weird. Yeah. But
1: well, we why. don't get exposed to that stuff. And I, uh, yeah. you know, I'll, the only thing I do is I listen to the Wall Street Journal podcast in the morning yeah. while I'm working out. Yeah. Um, just to know what's going on in primarily business and tech. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. Right. Right.
0: Well it's good that you're in Columbia and we love you in South Carolina moved down here a few years ago so it's it's a it's a great state and uh, you're, you're doing a yes, good the job here with yes. this, with Thrivacy. so go to Thrivacy.io, folks and sign up as a beta user or pre-purchase your wallet if you're a uh, mind to uh, when's the first when do you think the first
1: rollout with a uh, an entity will be here? Well we're already a partner with Blackbaud down there in Charleston all right. Uh, so we're already been working with them on how we can incorporate what we do inside their, they call it, they call it an ecosystem. Yeah. So they're the world's largest nonprofit application company in the world. So they wow. service nonprofits all over the world. And so we have the opportunity to be a part of their ecosystem exposed nice. to all those companies. So that's, we're working on that now. And we can yeah. say that publicly because we, Yeah, already tell everybody publicly that, but we got some other deals that we're working on. Oh, we are one of our pilots is with the University of South Carolina, Mm -hmm. where uh, the graduates of the um, iSchool, which is in the College of Information and Communications, which is where I teach, we're going to they are going to be one of the first graduates in the world to have their college degrees turn into this immutable, verifiable credential record that they can hold in their Thrivacy wallet. They can hold it in other SSI wallets too, yeah, because it's their credential, but right. we're gonna give them a Thrivacy wallet to hold their college degree that they just graduated cool. uh, last week, last week.
0: That's that's your go-to thing is get a bunch of free ones out there and make, get yeah. used to it. Like yep. Yeah. Like like big uh, tech. We've got, right?
1: we've got a great customer. Uh, our our model is B to B to C. So we'll do B to B yeah. business, business to business. Right. And then through business to business, we'll we'll build our membership to serve right. the individual. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so if you're good. an
0: employer or a large entity and you yeah. uh, you respect the uh, sovereignty of human beings, then yeah. go to <laughs> privacy.io and get on board. It's a good thing. You're doing good work here, Gordon. And so many oh, winners, thank you. you know. Thank
1: you. Thank yeah, you very I much. Thanks a the team. It's not just me.
0: we've got a whole team. Behind. I know. You're you're a very humble, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. We'll have I'm gonna have you and your wife back on sometime so she can validate your your sales skills here too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about adoption, being adopted parents.
1: We'll
0: do that. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, you know, I've got I've got uh someone for you. When we're done here, I'm gonna say on. I got I got a really okay. good history on that. it would be great. Okay. Uh this is Doug Crow with the author of branch. That was Dr. Gordon Jones. Uh, not a privacy expert, but an, a self-sovereign advocate. And i uh, got a great thing there at privacy.io. Check it out. And we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for watching.